Welcome to Crump Insights, exploring timely life insurance and retirement planning topics for today's forward-thinking financial professionals. I'm Brian Bushlack, your host for this series and an active life and health insurance producer. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and we're taking a different approach with this download exploring the impact of cancer on life insurance and underwriting. What's unique about this episode is our guest is not only a life insurance industry expert serving high net worth clients, but she also has personal experience beating breast cancer in the past year. We're pleased to welcome Lisa Arcuria, Director, High Net Worth Client Support at Crump Life Insurance Services. Well, Lisa, thanks for joining us. Before we start with the business questions, could you maybe share a little bit about your own journey and where you are now? Sure, I'd love to. And I appreciate you putting the spotlight on an issue that is very important to me. So thank you for having me. Being in this industry for the last 25 years and reading medical files, I've always been very diligent about my health. I'm always getting my yearly physicals, my routine mammograms, skin checks, and as of recently, colonoscopy. But in 2020, with the pandemic, I missed all of those appointments due to COVID. If you recall, some of the doctor's offices weren't seeing patients. They were only seeing them for emergencies. And a lot of facilities were closed, including the breast cancer clinic by my house. So I postponed all of my appointments in 2020. Fast forward to 2021, things started to calm down and relax a little bit. People were starting to get back to a normal routine. And I started making my doctor's appointments. I went in for a routine mammogram the beginning of September. That led to an ultrasound, which was a little concerning. And then they told me I needed to have a biopsy, which was even more concerning. And then a couple of days later, I heard those haunting words that nobody ever wants to hear. You have cancer. And it was extremely frightening, especially because during COVID, I watched a very close family member battle with his own cancer issues. So it just seemed like cancer was all around and I wasn't escaping it. But for the last 11 months, I've gone through chemo, breast conservation surgery, and radiation. And I'm happy to say that I finished treatment in August of this year. And I feel like I'm finally getting on the other side of it, putting it behind me. Well, that is good to hear. And we appreciate you being so open and sharing your story with us because we know it'll have an impact not only on our producers and our advisors across the country, but you know those who maybe have put off those appointments. And that includes... Yours truly, so I appreciate you sharing that. Let's talk about the misunderstanding that many people have about insurance. Is it possible to get insurance after a cancer diagnosis? It is. It it definitely is. And that's always been a misconception that once you're diagnosed with cancer, you're ineligible for life insurance. That is not true. There are many variables that come into play. The type of cancer that you have, the age of diagnosis, stage and grade, treatment plan and the date of your last treatment. So it is possible to get insurance after a cancer diagnosis. Now, as someone who's involved in large cases at Crump and complex case underwriting, how often do you come across clients with a cancer diagnosis in their health history and how big a portion of those cases is breast cancer? 
Well, cancer cases are extremely common. I see those every day. And we've seen a rise in breast cancer cases with women, usually over 40, but now we're seeing them in women a lot younger, even through pregnancy. There's also been a rise in prostate cancer in men. And then skin cancer is very, very common along with colon cancer. So cancer just seems like it's all around us. And we do see these cases daily. What should be considered if clients are applying for insurance after a diagnosis? Age of onset, definitely. If um, you're 40 years old and younger, insurance carriers tend to be more conservative. Staging is always a factor. The lower the stage, the better. The type of cancer, if it's breast cancer in particular, whether it's hormone-driven or not. Your treatment plan, whether you have a lumpectomy versus a mastectomy, If you've had chemotherapy and radiation, very important is if there's been lymph node involvement or if the cancer has spread. And family history no longer comes into play when you've been diagnosed with breast cancer. Okay. How does breast cancer staging affect eligibility? And I guess, you know, part of that question too is, are all cancers treated the same? So all cancer is not treated the same. The higher the stage or the grade, the longer the postponement period, meaning you have to wait a certain amount of time before you're actually eligible for insurance. If the cancer was a low-grade cancer, stage zero to one, it's possible to get insurance at this time, especially if there were no node involvement and this the cancer was in C2, meaning it hasn't spread anywhere and it was confined. Do all companies treat breast cancer the same when they're underwriting a condition like breast cancer? Underwriting guidelines can vary greatly between insurance companies. Some carriers are more aggressive with certain types of cancer, and each insurance carrier uses different criteria to mitigate the risk. So they are all different and can vary greatly between insurance companies. Okay, that's good to know. Now, not all breast cancer is genetic, but we know that those who have the BRCA gene have a higher likelihood of getting cancer. What role does family history have in underwriting for those who have not been diagnosed with cancer? So family history will definitely play a role before diagnosis. If you have a first-degree relative that's been diagnosed with cancer, or if you have the BRCA gene, the breast cancer gene, and you're not compliant with your annual screenings, you could definitely be assessed uh, a higher rating for your insurance policy. And a history of family cancer can also restrict an applicant from getting a preferred offer with insurance. Should young people with a family history get genetic testing done before applying for life insurance, or should they wait until after? So genetic testing is a personal choice. But from an underwriting perspective, if you're applying for insurance and you're going through the insurance process, the underwriting process, it's always best to wait on that genetic testing. It's not feasible to create an issue, right, without any underlying conditions because you don't want some of these triggers to pop up while you're in the underwriting process. If you don't have any symptoms and you test positive for the BRCA gene, you could definitely be assessed a rating. So I would suggest always waiting on that genetic testing. And then oftentimes, once you're diagnosed with cancer, your oncologist will probably advise you to get the genetic testing because it can dictate the course of treatment, such as a mastectomy or a lumpectomy. 
That's great advice. How could a brokerage agency best help when you have a client with you know complex medical history and knowing the different products, companies, underwriting considerations? There's a lot in play here. Absolutely. So your brokerage agency will provide you with proper tools to complete field underwriting. And field underwriting is always important. You want to know all of the medical facts up front before you bring that client's case to the table. And your brokerage agency can determine which carriers would be more aggressive in terms of underwriting based on the type of cancer that your client has. And we have some tools that we can send to the broker, uh, such as a breast cancer questionnaire. We have cancer questionnaires that range from skin cancer down to liver cancer. And those will be very, very helpful in determining which carrier looks at those cases and how underwriting comes into play. And of course, brokerage agencies are knowledgeable with the products and they know which carriers are going to be most aggressive with that risk. You know, breast cancer is most often associated with women, but we know it affects men as well. And those with breast cancer often have a correlation with other related cancers. I'd be remiss if we you know, didn't end our talk with some important reminders to everyone this month. What are your suggestions? I can't stress enough the importance of early detection. So get checked, have your annual exams, your breast exams, prostate exams, colon exams. Skin checks are very, very important. Get your loved ones checked. Make sure that your family is doing all they can to get an early detection here because early detection is truly key. And with early detection, most cancers can be cured. And many cancers, unfortunately, don't have any symptoms or side effects or warning signs. So you just never know. In my case, I didn't have any of those signs. I didn't feel any lumps. I didn't have any issues with pain. It was a shock to me when I went and had my mammogram and was told that I had cancer. And then my advice also would be get insured when you're healthy. Don't wait to be insured because the older you get, the more susceptible you are to other issues down the road. And then you're going to be paying higher premiums. And sometimes you may not even be covered. So I would say it's just really important to to get checked. Make sure you're taking care of your health and putting your health first. Yeah, I think that's important because uh, we had COVID and then everybody's been so busy. It feels like all of a sudden, here we are, final quarter of 2022, you know, heading into another year. I mean, it's like you almost kind of shake your head and say, what happened the last couple of years? I mean, it's been pretty crazy, hasn't it? Absolutely. And we see more and more cases and people say the same thing, you know, with COVID, I miss seeing the doctor for a year, some of them even two years, because we've almost been in it now for what, almost three years. And people are just afraid to go to the doctors. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you sharing your story. That's a big part of it and big focus for all of us in the industry this month. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Crump Life Insurance Services, a leading third-party distributor and service provider of insurance and retirement products, is part of Truist Insurance Holdings Incorporated, the seventh largest insurance broker in the world. Crump supports the distribution of life insurance, annuities, long-term care, linked benefits, disability, and health products with the industry's premier sales and back office support and technology services. Marketing under the following brands, Crump. Truest Life Insurance Services, Risk Rider, TELUS, and Time. 
Source, Business Insurance Magazine, using 2019 brokerage revenue generated, 2020 issue. For financial professional use only, not intended for use in solicitation of sales to the public. Not intended to recommend the use of any product or strategy for any particular client or class of clients. For use with non-registered products only. Crump operates under the license of Crump Life Insurance Services Incorporated. Arkansas license number 100103477. Products and programs offered through Crump are not approved for use in all states. Copyright 2022, Crump Life Insurance Services Incorporated.